सांगायचं म्हणजे टीएम मध्ये सगळी भूत विद्या स्मशान विद्या असते आणि ते काय करतात की तुमच्यात ही भूत घालतात आणि ती भूत तुम्हाला वेड्यासारखं करतात अहो लोकांना इतकं म्हणजे भीती बसते की त्यांना जर तुम्ही लसूण दाखवला तर थर 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 म्हणजे भाजीला भीतात म्हणजे काय हे माणसाला इतकं युसलेस करून टाकलेलं आहे इतकंच नव्हे लष्टा तर सोडा पण त्यांची ही स्थिती आहे की त्या लोकांना जर तुम्ही एखादा धूप जाळला किंवा देवाचं नाव घेतलं तर थर 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 होतात मुलांना समजत बरं वुड यू लाईक टू से समथिंग अबाउट टी एम समन वॉट हॅपन्स विथ टी एम वुड यू लाईक टू से समथिंग माकस Please tell them because now they are they are coming to India and trying to show TM technique. Better tell them. And you would not change your photo. Get me. Can we would to him? I'm just like a case of spring or bus fights. Sanctat. And I'm a man. It's a time you would to me. Just a time. Go there. Whatever. But it's a pretty girl. And she closes a circus. She does. So thought as a minute. What it's a man. That's a photo. You touch. And it's a great. I'm a man. Yeah. So I guess. Lilia. खाली सगळे हाड मोडलेली अशा स्थिती ते माझ्याकडे आले विचारा त्यांना माणसाची स्थिती होऊन जाते The first thing you do with TM is you pay the money. The first thing they want is money from you. When you've paid, then you get the technique, the so-called technique. The first thing you get is a mantra. Either the first mantra I got for 300 pounds was Inga. And they supposedly give you a mantra according to your age to start with, <coughs> which is nonsense. But because we don't know anything in the West, and we think this man looks like a sadhu, we go headlong into it. Secondly, when you start getting involved and you do this technique every day, <coughs> you do it in the morning for 20 minutes, and you do it in the evening for 20 minutes. And slowly, as you do this, repeating of this mantra in your mind, you start to go into regions that you just don't know about. Because in the West we don't know anything about meditation at all. And what happens is you start going into subconscious regions and superconscious. You start seeing things. Then when you get more involved and you want to go deeper into some sort of meditation, <coughs> you do what they call these Siddhi techniques. TM cities, of which one of them is the flying technique. And actually, what you pay £2,000 for is a little phrase you say, I've forgotten it. <laughs> actually, you'll, you'll laugh when I tell you the techniques they're called. One of them, one of the cities, so-called, for mastering, mastering eating is bronchial tube. You, you repeat that over in your mind, bronchial tube. 
and uh, the flying technique is the relation between the body and space light as cotton wool can you imagine and you say that in your mind and then you jump like a frog on the mat and because you're told it'll make you fly by somebody who's completely hypnotized then you do it and what happens is you get into a sort of frenzy like you've seen these Rajneesh people they get into a frenzy and these people who do this dancing thing they get into a frenzy and what happens is you go mad eventually and you smash yourself up and down on a mat like this and eventually you smash your muladhara to pieces completely and what happens is as you do these techniques more and more <laughs> you become completely ruined although you don't know about it because what We used to live in a place in Scotland called a TM Academy. They have these academies all over the world where you go and do these techniques and you learn all about how to fly. <coughs> and the first thing you're taught is how to lead a pure life, supposedly. How to restrain your mind and restrain your eyes and how to become a brahmachari, so-called. But this Mr. Guru himself, this Maharishi, <laughs> he is the most impure person probably on this earth. And several people who have been to us have been molested by him, physically. And as you're taught, as you're told by the people who are close to him how to imitate a pure person because he himself looks he's dressed in white robes he's got a big bushy beard his eyes are on the ground all the time thinking of money <laughs> and it's just it's just a show I can tell you it's just a show because all the TM people they have blue suits they have a white shirt and a big red tie and short hair and it looks very nice believe me it looks very nice but underneath they're really horrible because underneath, when you become a Sajogi, you can feel the chakras. And it's horrible. You're absolutely horrible. About three years ago, we were becoming mad in Scotland, <laughs> doing this TM stuff. And a very great friend of ours, who owns some property in England, he saw mother's photograph in a magazine because in the West we have a magazine called Yoga Today and somebody had written an article about mother and they had a photograph of her and he put his hands out to the photograph of mother and he got this cool breeze on his hands so he went to see mother and then several because he had done TM for about seven years he was shaking like a leaf and when he phoned the ashram in London he started to get very hot especially in his throat area 
and started to shake with his hands like this. And when we, when we came to mother, there was about 25 of us, because we were very close. And when we came before mother, some people who had been doing this flying technique would just start jumping for no reason, like frogs. <laughs> and some people would start screaming, and some people would start growling. Actually, it was a bit like a zoo to begin with. <laughs> but thank to mother, we've become human now. And despite everything we've been through, we're becoming normal. Because there's so many people become so mad doing TM because when you do this flying technique something like a spirit enters you and you start doing this jumping and when we first came to mother it was so bad that some people who were mother's disciples used to take mother's name and the person would jump out the window screaming <laughs> They couldn't stand the name just of mother, which is, of course, itself. Because TM is so bad, and because it ruins you so much, of all the people who came out of TM at that time, there are only very few left. Because what happens to you is you get ruined so badly by something which you just don't know what is happening inside. That there are only a very small handful of us left. And in the West, there are millions and millions of people doing TM. Because in TM, everything you learn, you're taught not to tell anybody. It's a very secretive <laughs> business. <laughs> everything you're taught, you're taught in a room just with one person. And it's so secretive that you practice it on your own, in your own room. There's nothing collective about it. And as a result, you become so m meticulous, you become so clean and neat and prim, that your whole heart freezes up completely. As a result, this Mr. Mahesh Yogi, he has a personal bank account in Jersey <laughs> with so many millions of pounds in it <laughs> that I wouldn't like to say how much it is. And how made, he made people smuggle things into his house? I don't know much about that. How much was made? 
when you get involved in this TM racket, you get so hoodwinked by it, and you become, you get a position in the hierarchy. You're given, you either become a minister, or you become some sort of flying instructor, <laughs> or you become a TM teacher, or you become a governor, or you become an executive governor, or you become a chief minister. And they have this little place in Switzerland where they have big seats and you, you're given a position in the world government. World government. And, and they invite big scientists from all over the world to come and speak there. Because with this TM, they do lots of scientific research. They prove everything scientifically. Because they sit somebody down they test his blood pressure when he's saying inga tinga <laughs> and they test somebody's brain when they're doing this flying and because the person who's doing the testing does TM he thinks it's right so he says whatever happens is right but as Dr. Bojoji will tell you the brain waves of a person doing TM the brain waves of a person who does this flying is the same as a person who's epileptic at the beginning stage <coughs> but I'm sure Dr. Bujoji will tell you about this All right. thank you very much thank you. Bujoji ji tha ta phela sanar TM Januvo he mote psychiatrist aet athoda and MBBS is Sanglaritis education as a secretarist, Mota Granite Lad, and the Atodatun Kaidivus, London La, and Kaidius Germany Madedon, practice Karta, that would at least don Bakurun, Sajoga Sadi Talilet, Yavarshimatra, Tensakai Karakram, Barta Madehe, Adapel Rahurila, Karakrama Munte, as it Halilet, and Kermudramus Yogamia cycle, KTM Chikai Lokit Halilote. आणि ते प्रश्न आपल्या पुढे आले आणि वस्तुस्थिती सांगणारी मंडळी लगेच पाठोपाठ आली हे आपलं भाग्य समजायचं तेव्हा आता मी डॉक्टर बडजोजींना स्वतः जे सेक्रेटरीस्ट आहेत ब्रेन वरती व्यवजोरी स्वतः ट्रीटमेंट से देतात आणि ज्याच्यावर रिसर्च स्वतः केलेला आहे तेच आपल्याला आता डॉक्टर फ्रेंड बसू आणखी काय नव्हतं ते शिकवायचं यू सी ऑफ योगा is obviously not true. Now we have heard from Mr. Marcus that TM takes you only to bankruptcy, mental illness, and physical illness. When I was a young doctor in London, I was working in a very famous psychiatric hospital, the most famous in England. And there I used to find that a lot of patients used to come about six or eight weeks after having started TM. In those days, I never understood what it was that TM did that used to drive people mad. We used to have all sorts of theories and all sorts of ideas, and we discussed this many times amongst ourselves, but we didn't know the answer. My next acquaintance with TM happened when I was in Mataji's ashram, and the people from Scotland whom Mr. Marcus describes came down. Um, there were perhaps about 20 of them, perhaps 25, 
and we tried to give them realization. The first thing that happened is that we began to take mantras that they began to shake, like people who are having epileptic fits. I was very surprised. I'd never seen anything like this before. So to try and protect them, we tried to put sindur on their forehead. When we've tried to put sindur on their forehead, they began to shiver and to run away from us, and they had no control over this. One person was sitting on the ground, and he jumped so high off the ground and then ran like an animal on all four legs between the legs of somebody out of the door into the garden. <laughs> all these things really happened. Shining. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> they were used to growl and bark like animals. It was so bad that all the people around us wondered what was the matter. Then I attended a scientific seminar, on so-called scientific seminar on TM. And what we found there was that the brain waves that TM eventually produces in people are the same as the brain waves that are produced in epilepsy. Most of the people who came from TM, in addition to having to being psychologically unstable, they're very irritable, they cannot bear any disturbance, their, their minds are not steady, they do not seem to be in control of themselves, um, and their intelligence is completely destroyed. Their capacity to think is completely destroyed. They cannot do anything anymore. They are broken, empty. I, I was a doctor, you see, and so I was very interested in this. So it seems to me that here is no technique for reaching God. Rather, here is a technique which will enable you to destroy yourself. Many of the people who have done TM, either their families, members of their families, have had heart attacks, have, been, have had bronchitis, pneumonia. The mother of this friend of Mr. Marcus, who first brought them, um, died in hospital of a heart attack. And she was unconscious for, I think, something like eight or 10 days. So you see, um, anything that is auspicious, anything that is true, anything that is a good yoga should bring you blessings. It should not destroy you, it should not destroy your mind, it should not destroy your body, it should not destroy your family, and it should not destroy your wealth. And I have never done TM, but I have never seen anyone who has benefited from TM. All it does is that it plays to your ego. God does not make you governors of this universe. He does not make big thrones for you to sit on. That is not his job. His job is to make you one with your spirit. And if anyone comes to you and says, if you give me money and I will make you reach me, reach God, then if you go to him, you are a fool. Because you must know that God does not act through money and he does not flatter your ego. He is not a diplomat. He is the master of this whole universe. That is all. Sahaja Yoga is the opposite of all this. Yes. It is, in fact, the only way. You see, through Sahaja Yoga, the first thing that happens is by the grace of God, which is manifest in Mataji, Nirmala Devi, that your kundalini awakens. 
as your kundalini awakens, your attention, your chitta, which up to now has been going there, 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 everywhere, is drawn inside into your subtle body, into the chakras which sit in the subtle body and into the gods and the deities who sit in these chakras and who rule this subtle body. In the technique of this yoga, you say the mantras and you feel the chakras move. You take the names of gods and you see where they sit. You see what qualities they rule over. You see what things you do which makes the chakra close, i.e. you should not do them. And you see what things you do which make your chakras open. Your attention goes inside. From going outside, it goes inside. From being gross, it becomes subtle. And your chakras teach you the best way to live. And so your dharma is established in reality through your own feeling, not simply by listening. You learn from your own experience. And as you become deeper and deeper established in Sahaja Yoga, you begin to feel the silence that is your own spirit. And you begin to see the manifestation of your own spirit within you. So that it becomes, your attention becomes centered on your spirit and you realize that your spirit is one with the absolute. Another side of Sahaja Yoga is that the Devi is Sarva Vidya Pradayini. She is the giver of all true knowledge. Now, I was educated at Cambridge where I was taught by at least 20 Nobel Prize winners. Whatever there was in science to know, I learned and knew. I did research myself into brain cells. Um, but what we know in science is very limited compared to what you can learn from the Vidya of Sahaja Yoga. You see, why all we as scientists, I'll talk as a medical scientist, all we as scientists discover is that such a gland is here, if you do such and such a thing to that gland, it will react in such a way. All that physicists discover is that there's atoms in the universe, if you do such and such a thing to these atoms, they behave in this way. That is all. It is not very deep, it is not very profound, and it takes you many centuries to discover all these things. In Sahaja Yoga, using your own instrument, you can feel the great shaktis of this universe, how they move, how they act, and how they have built this universe. What is the architecture of this universe? And knowing that, knowing the subtle skeleton, the subtle structure of this universe, you know not only what things do, but why they do them. For example, since coming to Sahaja Yoga, I have now discovered why certain endocrine glands are placed in certain situations. I'll give you one example. You see, the Swadishthana chakra is the chakra that is concerned with the metabolism of fat, of transforming fat for use in the brain, of transforming fat into sugar for use by the Nabi chakra. Now, this we know. And now we know why all the glands which deal with fat metabolism are placed there, the liver, 
is the only organ in the body that can use fat, and that is in the center of the Swadhisthana. The pancreas, which controls the shift of sh sugar to fat and fat to sugar, is also in the Swadhisthana chakra. So you see, so it makes perfect sense. We know that the Vishuddhi chakra is the chakra which handles growth, height, and yet the two, and the two great glands, the thyroid and the parathyroids, which control this, are placed there. We know that the Agnya, Agnya means command. It is a chakra of command. And we know that the pituitary, which commands all the endocrine glands, are situated in the Agnya chakra. And we know that the limbic area, which is the area of bliss, if you stimulate it, you get bliss. And that controls the Agnya chakra. That is the area of the Sastrara. So the Sastrara integrates the whole sympathetic, parasympathetic system which manifests in the agnya and the hypothalamus, pituitary and pineal glands. And then these control all the other endocrine glands, all the other sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. You see, it is very simple. If you go to the realm of chemistry, you will find the same thing. We know that the carbon atom with its four valencies is of the tattva of Lord Ganesha. We know that nitrogen is of the tattva of Lord Vishnu, of the sattva guna. You know, with carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen, you can produce any organic compound, but without nitrogen, you cannot have life. So it seems that without the power of Lord Vishnu, there is no life. There is only material universe. Now, how many people of you knew that? That that is why, for life, we need nitrogen. We put nitrogen fertilizers on our fields. Did you know why? Why is it so necessary? You see, now, the other side of it is that we know that Lord Vishnu sits in the Nabi Chakra, that he rules the Sushumna Nadi, and that he is the Lord of the Sattva Guna. How do we know this? I didn't read it in any book. But when people come to Mataji's feet, you will see that where the Nabi Chakra is, that there is a block. The Kundalini below is moving. You can see it with your own eyes, moving up and down. Now, how do you know that that is Vishnu's Tattva? If you say the mantra of Lord Vishnu, very simple, Om Tumeva Sakshat, Sri Lakshmi Narayana, or Sri Lakshmi Vishnu, Sakshat, Sri Adi Shakti, Bhagwati, Mataji, Sri Nirmala, Devi, Namonama, <coughs> then that block gives, the Kundalini rushes up, up the Sushumna Nadi, and breaks in the Sastrara. That is how we know. You see, it is direct experience. It is far more satisfying than any scientific experiment you can do in a laboratory because it is, you see with your own eyes, you don't measure with any fancy instrument. You see with your own eyes, you say your own mantras, and you see the effect. Um, those, I'm a scientist, and many of Mataji's disciples are scientists. Mataji herself, in fact, is a scientist. Um, and those people who... She is the great scientist, and she's the scientist of scientists and the teacher of scientists. <laughs> and, but those people who refuse, because they say they are scientists, to believe 
what she says. And there are many people, they are not really scientists because they are not looking. They are trying to say it should be like this. A scientist never says it should be like this. He always says, what is it? How is it? He keeps an open mind. He never says it should be like this. You say you should be like this, you will never discover anything. Um, all I can say is that as a scientist, here you are, many of you are students. You stand on the threshold of perhaps the biggest discovery that this world will ever know. And use your scientific mind now to understand it, to discover it, and then later use your heart to enjoy it. <laughs>